Hi there, this is Donna Forever Strandy. Welcome to So, You're a Graduate, Now What? In today's episode, we are going to be talking to, or having a conversation, as I like to say, with two entrepreneurial people. And these entrepreneurs are the owners of a security event staffing company by the name of TEF Staffing Agency. And I am going to be talking to Jackie Ewing, who is the CEO, and Jessica Ewing, who is the president. I hope you will stay tuned for this conversation. We'll be right back. Hi there. This is Donna Forever Serendi. Welcome back to Life as an Entrepreneur with two very beautiful people who are out there doing their thing. And we are going to have a conversation with Jackie and Jessica Ewing, CEO and president of TEF Staffing Agency, a security staffing firm here in my hometown of Orlando. So, hi, Jessica and Jackie. Welcome. Hi. How are you doing? Great. And how are you guys doing? How is the um, COVID-19 going for your, you and your business so far? It's going okay. It's going okay. All right. Good. Okay, great. So, I wanted to talk to you guys about the fact that you are entrepreneurs. And I wanted to ask you guys a couple of questions. And one of them that I think our listeners would like to know about is, how did you come up with the idea for your business? Sorry, I didn't know if you can hear me. Um, we are. We decided to start the company um, just off of trial and error. Um, we decided to start it mainly because we were at the position in our lives that we felt that we were able to become our own bosses. And with all the experience that we've gained from working at different companies uh, throughout our adult life has led us to where we are now. Great. And um, what about, um, what was your key driving force to do what you're doing? What was, to become an entrepreneur, to, you know? Our key driving force was that we were tired of living paycheck to paycheck. Okay, so that's a good answer. We decided to try it to see if it was going to be something that's lucrative. And we copied exactly what we saw other companies doing and it worked out for us. Great, wow. Um, how did you come up with a name for your company? Well, I knew that our direction that we were going for was to be a family-oriented company. So going by starting the company and using uh, my family name, um, I felt that it was strong enough. Um, my name in Orlando um, is very well known, uh, so I knew that that would help as far as uh, business relationships go. Okay. And security companies have a pretty bad rap. They're usually a very corporate name uh-huh. um, and always talking about safe, being protective and all that, but yeah. never coming around uh, from a caring standpoint. Okay. So we decided if we just made it a family company like Johnson Johnson or uh, Walmart, those <laughs> big companies have their family name in them. Um, 
we just thought that that would be a good way to try to turn our uh, field around and people will automatically know that this company is different than the other ones just based on on the name and then even when they meet us um, that just solidifies what they already think okay and that leads into my next question what kind of culture exists in your organization and how do you establish it a family culture um, when we do interviews and training we let people we let our staff know that we are all uh, together to win basically um, we want to make sure that um, let's say like with your uniform if someone's uniform maybe has a stain on it that they didn't have before um, one of our staff members a staff member tells you rather than us waiting for a client to tell you because presentation is really big um, with our company so your image right yeah yeah okay. the image is um, very important um, and we just decide we get a feel to see if the if our staff members who are newly hired are going to be approachable and um, you know if they, if they if we can see them being friends with us mm -hmm. then we hire them basically so we make sure that everyone knows that you're supposed to have each other's back yeah that's great so you build a very supportive team and you two are a great supportive network for each other and so your clientele know that they can depend on you yeah and a family owned atmosphere as well as a family owned and run company um, usually represents a positive relationship between company and clients mm -hmm. um, from my experience in our year and our three years of doing this yeah we see that they value our uh, relationship more than they would contacting or using a national company oh that's great so they become uh, you become more known and personable yes and as you said like a family yeah it's, it's important for you to build uh, relationships yeah as an entrepreneur because um, Unlike other companies, we don't have a parent company to go and ask for loans or any other sort of support from, um, like the way that other companies have. You know, um, like Coke can started Fanta. Mm -hmm. Fanta can borrow from Coke or do something else. Um, yeah. Coke can, is able to support Fanta, and if Fanta shuts down, Coke is still fine. Mm -hmm. But for small businesses like ours, if something happens we don't have any other larger entity to borrow from so we just we always have to make sure that um, our values are always being represented to show that our clients know that they can uh, come to us and that there's open communication between clients mm -hmm. and staff and us um, so for someone for anyone just like how you guys have started out and try after working with other companies building growing from the bottom up so to speak you learned your way around by being out there by taking chances by being bold by not being scared right and you took a chance and you did something that is proving to be really great for you yeah but the the um the thing that is necessary to note mm -hmm. is that if Jackie didn't have prior working experience mm -hmm. 
um, starting from an entry level position in mm -hmm. this sort of field yeah. and didn't build relationships and didn't have any positive um, positive uh, didn't have a positive vibe at work basically mm -hmm. in his entry level position we wouldn't be able to be where we are now so mm -hmm. it's uh, even if you're like in a job that you don't necessarily like it's really important to still try to develop and foster relationships and keep those relationships going because you never know when you can go back and they can serve you to help you get to a higher level than where you are so like Jackie from high school when you graduated what did you do like what was your first thought when you graduated high school uh, my first thought was uh, I was a I was a uh, I was an athlete so my first thought was just go to college and try to make it to professional professional league of some sort um, once that didn't work out um, I started just just working regular security officer entry-level jobs like Jessica mentioned and um, just kept building all of my relationships to where once I decided to start my own company it was a no-brainer as to who I was going to be able to work with or what type of um, avenues I was going to be able to go with. Great and Jessica what about you what was your first thought after graduating high school what did you what was your first thought what did you want to do next what how did you plan it after graduating high school i wanted to do anything that was going to make me money <laughs> so i didn't there was no plan um because i just i knew that the the way to earn money is to go to school mm -hmm. so um that was basically it i was trying to do anything and everything to to earn money okay all right, and on that note, we will be right back. Stay tuned and come back to So You Are a Graduate. Now what? Hi there. This is Donna Ferris Randy. Welcome back to So You Are a Graduate. Now what? We continue our conversation with entrepreneurs Jackie Ewing and Jessica. Ewing, Jackie and Jessica Ewing, of TEF Staff Company, Staffing Agency, sorry I'm saying it wrong, in Orlando, Florida, and um, we are going to find out some more about what, Jackie or Jessica, what is a typical day like for you, being an entrepreneur, doing what you do? Our days are very different, um, because we have two different jobs. Um, within the company and it depends on what we're doing so because we do because we're an event staffing company um, half uh, a half of, of an event staffing company um, if we have events going on we are at the event working the event along with our staff um, but uh, when it's when we don't have any events happening there's still payroll to do there's still bookkeeping to do um, there's still marketing to do their social media to keep up with um, so that's what I handle um, a lot of the back-end stuff mm -hmm. um, so it's up to me to decide whether I want to do have a regular work day or or um, not so I decide the amount of hours that I would like to work each day um, and basically, I just write my to-do list to see what needs to get done and when it needs to happen. Um, okay. And I go from there. 
And um, how has being an entrepreneur affected your family life? Um, <clears throat> so being an entrepreneur, it does have its, uh, it has its positives. Um, it has its challenges as well. Um, for our family, we have been put in the position, we have put ourselves in a position that we're able to take care of our family, um, our kids really don't have to um, wonder if there's going to be food on the table or bills paid, um, etc. Um, our family. Sorry about the noise. No, it's fine. They go ahead. I'll explain all that. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. So, um, I yeah, it's it's fine. I, I can I can um. This is on the flies. You know, authentic we are here, guys. So, um, go ahead. Uh, oh, so the way that it's affected our family life is um in a positive way, uh, because it's important that you're able to make your own schedule, uh, and that's what we're able to do. Making your own schedule doesn't mean that you decide to, it, it doesn't sound as make your own as it is because there are deadlines to reach, there are still things to do, but you can decide at what time to do it. And what motivates you guys? What motivates you? I mean, what motivates me is me being in a position, me and Jessica being in a position that we're able to provide mm -hmm long-term jobs and care for um, people and people of our community um, mm -hmm. we're able to show people who are thinking about becoming an entrepreneur mm -hmm. that um, people that are young and that look like you can succeed at doing something um, themselves um, on their own I'm sorry so that's the best that's the motivation force for me to keep doing what I'm doing because I know people are watching mm -hmm. and they are very focused on doing better for themselves by going off of and seeing what me and Jessica are doing. And that's a great advice to people who are just starting out and mm -hmm. graduates and all that. And what, what would you say are three top skills needed to be successful? Three top, excuse me, three top skills to be successful. Um, we're outside and there is a car, so you might hear <laughs> there's racing yeah. down the street. Um, so the three top skills I would say are writing skills. Um, you need to be able to write well. Um, if you don't write well, there's Google. So knowing, I, it's it's hard to say because the I would say the main skill is knowing where you are, where what your shortfalls are. That is the that is the number one skill. That way you're able to get the help that you need to make yeah. sure that you are presenting yourself in the best way possible. So if you know that you're not a good writer, you know that you're going to heavily rely on Google or Microsoft Word, um, autocorrect and all that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would say another, another skill would be... Um, I think that's it. I, I don't have the top three because okay. if you know where your shortfalls are, then whatever the, those other skills that you need help with 
um, that's going to be that's going to depend very person by person. Yeah, because I've been encouraging them to keep themselves motivated. Mm-hmm. There are those days, I'm sure you have had good days and bad days when you don't feel like getting up and doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Or you wonder what's going to happen next. So those mm-hmm. are moments that people, that everyone has to learn how to deal with. Yes, and I think that's that goes in, that falls underneath knowing where your shortfalls are. So if you know that you're someone who suffers from depression, you have to, on your happy days, know what's going to what do I do in order to get myself out of the depression? If you are someone who maybe has an illness like diabetes or something, um, that's that would be considered one of your shortfalls because if you're if you may have a diabetes flare, whatever that may look like, during a time when you're supposed to be in meetings or you're supposed to be doing something with the public, you have to know you have to have a backup plan for what to do then and um, help yourself. Okay. Um, okay, so here's a rather fun, I hope, question that might tell me more about you or tell our listeners more about you. Would you rather, so you're going to tell me something, would you rather be in a room full of snakes or a room full of spiders? A room full of spiders. <laughs> Why? What's the difference? Because snakes crawl and they can crawl up your leg. I mean, spiders crawl too, but they like to be up high, so ah, you're able to look okay. up at them. <laughs> would you have? A, would you rather have a constant p- nagging pain or constant itch? Pain, because an itch is really annoying. Pain can always be fixed with heat or with some sort of topical cream or something or you know, mm. pain meds. And are you a morning person or a night? Oh. It depends. Yeah. I am neither and both. Mm, okay. Because it, uh, it's... I always thought I was a night owl. Um, but I think everybody... I always thought I was a night owl because I, I think um, I am most creative at night. But then I found that through practice of having to wake up early in the morning, that I also have that same creativeness in the morning. So it really depends on what's going to be happening each day. Okay. Well, Jackie had to tend to family business. So um, I wanted to say thank you to both of you for taking the time to talk to us today and for sharing about your being an entrepreneur. And I hope if you guys have any questions and would like to learn more about the TEF Staffing Agency... What's what's your um, URL or your email address? If you uh, our web address is tefstaffing.com, and any questions or comments can go into our contact us form on the website. Great! And if you guys have any questions for me, remember you can send me a message at anchor.fm/donnaforeverserenity/message. Thank you so much for being with us today, and I hope you guys learned something today and. I will see you on the next time. Donna Ferrer Serendi signing out. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you so much. Thank you.